0: Hey, here we are. My guest today is not only a, a life coach and an author, but she's actually a life coach for people who, in a way, have already kind of made it. Christine Meyer has helped successful, influential, passionate thought leaders. She's guided philanthropists, investors, entrepreneurs, media personalities toward a deliberate creation of the lives they want we'll discuss what exactly that means here in a bit. She's the author of Keep It Simple, Smarty Pants. Stop overthinking, start aligning, live happy. It's a guidebook for understanding how to harness our emotional guidance and to live a more fulfilling, happy life. I mean, who, who doesn't want that? <laughs> she's, uh, she's also a public speaker and a founding member of the Forbes Coaches Council which is an invitation-only organization comprised of leading business and career coaches. It's an honor to have a little bit of her time today. She, do, she joins me now from the Pocono Mountain region of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Christine Meyer.
1: Thank you for having me. It's a joy to be here. I've stalked you and your podcast for a while now.
0: That's, that's an honor. I appreciate that. <laughs> course oh,
1: stalking is a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah I don't mind it. I uh, I feel pretty safe here in rural Japan. So, you know, yeah, talk, stalk away. <laughs> um, Christine, you say on your website uh, that life is as simple or complex as you let it be. Your life is always as good as you allow it to be. Believe it or not, there's some Zen in that, by the way. So let's start there. I do believe. Yeah. <laughs> so lay the foundation for what you mean by that like maybe speak to someone who feels down and out from a relationship or financial hardship, you know, what's going on with them? How can they allow themselves a better or good life?
1: First and foremost is really to acknowledge where you are certainly. And, and next is to decide to point yourself forward a little bit at a time. If you're too involved in the reality of what you're living the struggles, the rough patches. And that that is not to diminish it, but it it is also to encourage people to move forward and get on with it. And so you are the creator of your reality. You you, you what you project out, what you broadcast out is coming back to you. And that's really a hard pill to swallow sometimes if you've just created a, a a mess for yourself yeah.
0: it's you hard to wrap to your just, head around it's hard to it, it's wrap your a, head around that you that you are creating i it wouldn't do like, this to yeah it feels I like the world do doing this
1: it. to me yeah. right yeah. and the world the world is not doing nothing is happening to you it's happening from you and that that is over time something that you want to take ownership of if if you want to be more deliberate about your life and want to feel more empowered and that's what all of my work is about it's not about assigning blame to someone or, or diminishing anyone. I want everybody to know that it is in your power to create what you want. Does that feel difficult? Sometimes. Yes. Does that feel easy? Sometimes. Yes. But you, if, if you believe that outside things are coming at you randomly, then you've got no empowerment in that, in that positioning. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to understand that your thoughts create and your emotions indicate And you start using those emotions as your guide. It's kind of like this is your indicator in your car when you're driving down the road. You put your indicators on and and it's kind of a backwards analogy here, but you put your indicators on and it lets you know where you're going. It lets other people know where you're going for sure, but it lets you know you're going in that direction. And so your emotions help you understand whether you're moving toward and aligning with what you want or whether you're moving Sort of in the opposite or different direction than where you want to be. So have your feelings, have your everything that's happening in this moment, but keep choosing is really the point. Keep choosing in the direction that feels better to you and feels feels more empowering to you.
0: Yeah, I, I certainly love that. Like you know, uh, and I I talk about that too. Is you know, it, it really a lot of what you say I think parallels the language that I use here about acceptance, you know, accept the world for what it is, for where you are in it. And, you know, and then, but you are talking about making, you're talking about taking another step and and making conscious decisions, which uh, I guess alter your reality or create your reality to use your, your language. Uh, I, I want to actually use something that you just talked about to segue to a question I wanted to ask later, but I'll ask it now. You've talked about being on the road and, you know, using your blinker or whatever. You wrote in a blog entry that, okay, most people go through life feeling like it's more or less random and you discuss disappointments we face, uh, things we can't control or it seems like we can't control whether it's the government or your in-laws or whatever. And, well, you, and you can't. Right. Okay. Well that, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, you post the question, is life just truly random? And to which you answer, Nope, it's all you cupcakes. And, uh, I love that you and you know, you've said before that nothing is done to you, you are attracting it. My question is well, what happens when some, to go back to the road analogy, some moron cuts you off on the road? Did I attract that?
1: You, you, you did. You did.
0: <laughs> really? Okay. You I'm getting shocked by that. No,
1: this. no. And, and I know that's, these are hard pills to swallow. Like I said, sometimes that it's like, really? Because you are the center of your universe. Okay. And so everything is responding to you. If you're in a... Typically... You'll get cut off in traffic when you're in a bad mood, when you're angry, when you're uh-huh. frustrated, when okay. you're running late, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you're in a hurry to go someplace. So typically those things, you'll, you'll bump your toe, you'll bang your toe on something when you're feeling rushed and distracted. So when you start paying attention to how you've been feeling and what you're rendezvousing with, you start to see some patterns mm-hmm. you, and, and how you respond to that person who cut you off in traffic now how you respond to it Mm -hmm. and you perpetuate it so if you go
0: if somebody cuts you
1: off in traffic and you say you fucker
0: right all
1: right yeah (laughs) right and 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 you might be you're you're already on the edge you're already impatient you're already in a hurry so that guy cutting you off just pisses you off even more
0: now i agree with that part i'm sorry i don't i'm not trying to cut you off or anything but you uh, are not OK, I, I agree with how you respond to it. And for sure, I um, am a big advocate of, of, hey, you know, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. Maybe they've got something bad going on. I should be forgiving. And, you know, I, I am a proponent of that sort of uh, mindset. However, I, I, you know, it is hard. It is a hard pill for me to swallow that I brought that into my life. So I guess my follow up question when, to you would be, don't you ever stub your toe? Don't you I ever do. hit okay. I,
1: I, don't pre- I don't pretend that I don't. I, I think we are here, we are human beings, but we there there's there's another aspect of us that is experiencing this world from the soul perspective. This is not a religious belief either. Mm. This is just you are more than just your physical being. And there is a there is a there's a law of attraction that is responding to you and your thoughts. Anything you focus on is what you attract more of, whether mm. you want it or not. And so the distinction becomes it, what am I focusing on? And is this more? Do I want more of this? It's hmm. not at all meant to be disempowering. It is meant to understand that you are the creator of your reality. You're the thinker. You're the perceiver. You're the feeler. Yeah, you're doing th- it all.
0: I think that goes to something you've you've also said about what well, you alluded to earlier about emotions and like go ahead and feel them. Uh, and you you've talked in uh, in other places about you know, your emotions are actually incredibly important, that there's information embedded in them. In, in your book, Keep It Simple, Smarty Pants, you outline that there are three things that, that people need to know. That one, you have a soul. Two, your emotions are important, uh, but not for the reasons you think. And three, reality doesn't happen to you, it happens from you. And we've, been, we've just been talking about that. I guess we're working backwards here a little bit. So we, we did three, let's go to two, about emotions are incredibly important. Uh, talk, speak more to that. What does that mean exactly? How should we pay attention to our emotions?
1: Well, there there are a few trains of thoughts out there in terms of pay attention to your emotions and dig deep and reveal them and and find out where they came from and why and how long they've been here and all of that. And my invitation. Mm-hmm to people is that your emotions are information and your emotions are information, and we're gonna talk about soul here, from your, about how you're managing that relationship with your soul. So your soul is of the highest frequency. okay, And you are a human being observing and, and living a life and you have responses to things throughout your day, you're having emotional responses to a whole bunch of things that you're probably not even paying attention to. And when you're having those emotional responses, that's your indicator as to whether you're in alignment with the highest frequency of you, because you are also your soul, you're not separate from your soul, or whether you're more out of alignment with that frequency. And so when you're having emotional responses, Yes, pay attention to them and and use them as information. What am I doing with my point of attraction right now? It lets you know what you're doing with your, what you're in the process of creating. Mm. And so if I'm thinking about something and I'm feeling crappy in some way, it doesn't feel good. Mad, sad, irritated, frustrated, blameful, whatever. Right. That lets me know that I'm in the process of creating more of what I don't want, right. more of what I don't like.
0: What, what do you do about thoughts that um, I, I've said before on this program, and, and you can, you're perfectly welcome to disagree or, or, or give me a different perspective on it, but I have uh, taken a stance that you are not your thoughts. You're not your unintentional thoughts. You, know, you can have intentional thoughts and to think, let's say, about a positive outcome or, or whatever, but you know,
1: or imagine a negative outcome.
0: Well, sure. I mean, pl- I know plenty of people who do, right. that, do that and focus on that. Right. But I'm talking about the random kind of stuff. I mean, I know you're saying there is no randomness, but, uh, well, I guess I'm asking, is there not at least some randomness, like maybe to our thoughts, like what if something just pops in my head and I think, Oh, that's not me. That's, you know, this, some, something dark or it's something negative, you know, and I don't actually want to think that now, Mm-hmm. The way I usually deal with it is like recognize like, okay, that was an annoying thought and I kind of let it go. And, and then I focus, I intentionally focus my, my mind back on something positive or wherever I want to go. Um, you know, well, it, is nothing random. Is it, are, are thoughts not occasionally random?
1: well, it might seem random, right? Because you're thinking about something and then you have a thought about something else. And and again, an invitation to consider the possibility that if you're on a frequency, meaning if you're hanging out in Happy, you've got access to to thoughts that are on that frequency. Every thought that's ever been thought is continues to think. And so there are all kinds of things that you can latch into that are available for you to think. Mm-hmm. And so it might seem random, I get it, but it's not, it's not something that you're not able to tune into unless you're around that vicinity, unless you're around, and, and thoughts can seem random 100%, but there, you have the choice, I like how you said it as well, that thought isn't me, and Mm -hmm. it's annoying, you went right to it, it's annoying, and then from that indicator of annoying. That thought is annoying. You decide to choose a different thought. That thought doesn't feel good is really what you're saying to me. So I'm going to change, I'm going to change that thought. I'm going to think something else. And it's not always easy to change a thought or, or, or because it's kind of like, if you're going down, down the road in your car and you're going really fast in your car, you don't, you don't turn on a corner really fast you'll lose control so you've got to find a way to slow that car down law of attraction helps you keep thinking what you've been thinking And so when it feels like you can't get off that thought, well, you sort of kind of can't right now because there's that momentum going. So think of momentum. Mm, yeah. But when you go to sleep or when you keep making the effort or when you decide, hey, I'm just going to get off this thought. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to breathe some air. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and be zen like someplace <laughs> right. else because I can't be zen like with this subject or this yeah. thought right? And so it's about caring about how you feel. And it's not about beating yourself up if you can't feel better. It's just simply understanding that you have guidance. You have those indicators along the way that once you start getting a hold of, it just gets easier.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a, a lot of what you and I talk about, we might be using a little different language, but we're kind of talking about the same thing,
1: right? We, we truly are from a different vantage point and a little bit of different language, but yes, we're, we're going up the same that, mountain. We, <laughs> yeah. we certainly are. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, I've, I've heard you talk about on uh, uh, somewhere else that over the course of your lifetime, you, you did actually feel disempowered and that things were out of your control. You felt that way at least. And well, how, can you tell us a little bit of your backstory? How did you find your own sense of empowerment over your world? At what point was there an epiphany? I know you've been influenced by the works of Florence Scovel Shin, Dan Millman, Abraham Hicks, Rhonda Byrne. You know, where did you make your, your turn?
1: Um, I would think that a, <clears throat> excuse me, a big turn would have been one moment when I was standing in my living room and. I had everything that the world told me I wanted and I thought it can't be just about (laughs) this. It can't be just about this. I'm not happy. I have everything that, you know, I thought I was supposed to want and I'm Mm, not happy. And I think that was, that was a really big turning point for, for me to say, well, what, what is it then? What is this, what is this gig about? And I've been questioning since I was three years old. right anyway but that was i remember that being a turning point of i'm going to find out damn it i'm going to find out and <laughs> and i i did that was my that was my next pursuit of i'm going to really understand what's happening here and why aren't i happy if i have everything that i'm supposed to want
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to as if that is the illusion of happiness and i'm not then there's there's something going on here yeah and so that really started my my journey toward really discovering who are we what are we what are we here for and 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 what is this game that we're playing
0: hmm. well that's a great question <laughs> and I ask it every day um what about changing a bad habit and let, let me qualify that so I when I look at law of attraction stuff a lot of a lot of the times it deals with like big stuff like I need more money in my life or I want more money in my life or whatever. I want a yacht. I want a, I don't know, a private jet, whatever it is. What if we just want to stop smoking or I don't smoke, but you know, what if uh, I, I eat too much ice cream? What if I want to stop eating too much ice cream? How do I visualize and manifest
1: that? Well, first you, okay. You think you, you're eating too much ice cream and you want to eat less. Let's <laughs> not, not focus too much on Okay. Well, let's use that as an example sure, because it's a great example. And so you you think you eat too much ice cream and you want to stop eating ice cream. So number one, what's the monologue you're offering to yourself whenever you reach for that ice cream? And and what's really how? Ha- it's delicious. So you want? Okay, great. So you're not you're not making yourself feel guilty for eating it. You're not saying I I'm eating this but I shouldn't. I'm eating this but I shouldn't. I'm eating this but I shouldn't.
0: Oh yeah, there's a little bit of that.
1: I'm sure there is because if I'm sure there is because the way you you delivered it, you were right. I mean, you didn't say that, but I was reading between the lines of what was really going on for you. So, so, so then I would ask you, well, why do you want to stop eating ice cream?
0: I don't want to get fatter.
1: Okay. I don't want to get fatter. So now you're pointing out what you don't want. Okay. OK, I want to get slimmer. this is the process, okay. though. So if you as you identify, I don't want I don't want because that's where most people are going to go. What mm-hmm. do you want? They're going to tell me what they don't want
0: mm-hmm.
1: or why they don't want that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. You're I, I, I was an attorney in my past life before. I mean, in this life, but before I moved Canada. Yes. To it, and, what
1: seems like a past life.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so actually a skill that we learn in law school and in practice is actually to not use negatives to actually turn the negative statements into positive. So, okay, so let me use that. Let me dust off that old skill and go to what I think that yes. you're alluding to here is that, uh, okay, so I want to be slimmer instead of, instead of I don't want to be fat, I need to visualize like I want, cause actually the brain can't process negatives. There, there's a, like if I tell you don't think of the color blue, well, you're you just, going to do just I'm going did to it. you just did right and so you can't not you know you can't correct do it that way right so you have to think in positive terms so i am i want to be slimmer okay okay
1: okay take, take me from there to not eating what what else i want to be i want to be slimmer i want to be able to move about
0: Yes. more
1: I want to feel fit I want to feel strong I want to feel good in my body mm-hmm. I want to enjoy what I'm looking at when I'm looking in the mirror <laughs> yeah. I I want to feel vibrant and alive in fact what I really want is just to nourish my body well and I want to eat those things that I feel are good for me mm-hmm. so so that's 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 kind of now you're now more focused on what you do want and you're identifying it tunes your frequency. If you're not tuned into your desire, you're going to get something else.
0: Yeah. I imagine this takes quite a bit of practice. Like you can't just flip a switch, right?
1: You can't flip a switch. And that's, that's, that's never what I'm saying. It's, once you practice and practice and practice, then it's easier to flip that switch. Like anything, when you go to the bath, when you go into the bathroom and the power is out, what do you do? You flush the toilet, (laughs) right? So, so that you've done that over and over and over and over again. So it's just easier to reach for that, that
0: muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You see. And so like anything, the more you practice, the better, the the easier it gets. Like anything, take it, apply that to any subject that you understand that fits into that context hmm. the more i do anything the easier it becomes the more i think negatively the easier it becomes the more i think positively and lean myself and take charge of my thoughts or take charge of my emotions in terms of choosing 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 the easier it becomes
0: oh uh, i i love what you're saying and i and i love uh the ideas Um, I would be remiss if I didn't, well, no, I just, I, I do have to kind of set up, um, I have to ask what your response would be because this is not coming from me directly, but I don't want to, um, you know, avoid elephants in the room, so to speak. What do you say to critics of law of attraction stuff that say Mm -hmm. this stuff is delusional positivity? It's toxic positivity, Uh, you're setting yourself up for even greater disappointment when it doesn't work out.
1: I think that the people who are saying that don't really understand it. And I, I agree. There's a lot of fluff out there about law of attraction. And so as much as i do talk about it i also don't like talking about it from that perspective that people hold and that's why i like to paint a bigger picture mm-hmm. that it's not just about positive thought if you think it's only about positive thought and positive words you are going to be disappointed because you're only... if you're not feeling if you're not feeling the belief about what you're pointing at then yeah. then it's not going to work it's not it's going to take long and and then you don't understand why things aren't coming in the way that you want them to or why it's taking so long. So that's why that you have a soul, your emotions are incredibly important and, and everything comes from you, not at you. It happens from you, not to you. Mm -hmm. Then, then once you can understand, start to understand that bigger picture, it's not just, it's not just about, Oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. But meanwhile, you don't believe it.
0: Yeah. And
1: so the naysayers, I just say, well, just give it a try yeah give it a try and and find out i don't out. even
0: th- i don't even know if they can because it it's not just you can't half fast do it <laughs> you, you, you've, you, you've, you, you've,
1: but had. but start making the correlation then yeah. between what you're thinking and what's happening how you're feeling and what's happening just just have a look because no matter what it you know your beliefs are a self-fulfilling prophecy no matter what you believe you you will that will be fulfilled. Yeah. Do
0: you, do you think just as an aside before I get to the last little closing <laughs> segment that I do, uh, do you think because I didn't know you two months ago, um, but our spheres of uh reality yes. came in contact with each other? Do you think that that was with it one of us or we both somehow manifested? Yes.
1: Okay. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's not an accident, in my opinion. I had my eyeballs on you months ago (laughs) and like what you were doing. And there's a resonance there. You you speak Zen, you you provide humor, you provide the light, the levity perspective to things. You provide that there's, it's not by chance or by luck that we rendezvoused, in my opinion.
0: Well, I I can return the uh, the, the compliment when I saw your information. I was like, okay. We're on the same page. I do want to interview her. I want her on the podcast. So it was, it was, <laughs> well, it pretty, it was pretty much instantaneous. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. This is definitely a prime candidate here. So uh, I conclude each show with a segment called Five Minutes Zen. And in it, I just try to give some practical advice to the listener that they can implement in their day just for five minutes. Just to change their mindset or whatever. It doesn't have to be Zen related. I usually tailor my question for the person I'm speaking with. So, um, Christine, give the listener who is perhaps not accustomed to this way of thinking. And in fact, maybe as they listen to this, they've had a bad day or whatever. Give them, give us, give me a starting point. What is the first step? And, and let me qualify a little bit here. Uh, assuming that the first step is accepting the notion that, uh, the point of, that I am the point of attraction for things or people that come into my life. Okay, let's say I'm, I embrace that notion. What then?
1: Stop thinking about law of attraction. Okay. And just start thinking about how do I want to feel right now? How do I want to feel right now? I have a choice. I have an option. Feel better or worse? Feel better or worse. And even playing that game, do I prefer to feel this way or this way? Would I rather feel this way or this way? Like mm-hmm. I have a 12-year-old daughter who likes to play. Would you rather? So I I like to bring in games. Would you rather? So would I rather feel this way or this way? This way or this way? And just by applying that, that helps a little bit. Mm. Another thing I like to encourage people to do is to, I tell all of my clients this one, is play the five favorite things game. So before you're about to get on a podcast interview, think about the five favorite things, your five favorite things about the person you're about to be interviewed with or, five oh, nice. favorite things about doing an interview. Like, mm-hmm. I like being on a podcast because, 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 whatever. Before you enter a room, what are my five favorite things about this room? What are my five favorite things about this person I'm going to see? What about what are my five favorite things about the room I'm sitting in? Mm-hmm. And it's a really simple game to just show yourself that by shifting your thoughts, you you can feel good. You can tune to something that you prefer. And really my work is about empowerment. I, I absolutely help you understand law of attraction and all of that, because that to me is part of our world, but, but it really is about self-empowerment. It really is about taking charge of you as a human being and experiencing the fullest version of who you are in as many moments as you can, because otherwise life feels like a struggle.
0: Well, what do you have going on these days? Where can people buy the book? How can they follow you on social media?
1: Uh, I, my book is on Amazon. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I'll, I'll link it's, that it's in the notes. Sure. Yeah. Keep it. You've got a web, website too though, right?
1: I have a website, christinemeiercoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can get a free download of, I think, uh, 12 pages of my book there uh more than you can on uh through Amazon. We (laughs) we cut it out so that you could get a little bit more than just the intro. Uh and you can find me on LinkedIn, Christine Meyer Coaching. You can find me on Instagram occasionally
0: (laughs) at Christine Meyer
1: Coaching. Yeah. So I'm consistent across the board, Christine Meyer Coaching.
0: Okay. And
1: uh yeah, and I'm launching a new VIP day for people to work with me on one day instead of a longer term. And so Uh, you know, feel free to apply to work with me for a day. And that would be, that would be a fun day.
0: Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, well, that's it folks. After you go by, keep it simple, smarty pants, go do that first. Then if you got three bucks left over, uh, which is, which is nothing, you can help this show out by going to patreon.com slash sin sandwich. And, and when you do, even for just three bucks, I will uh, mail you a postcard on washi. That's traditional Japanese paper that my wife and I make here in Japan. It's what we do for a living here. And I will send you that postcard to wherever you are in the world. And I'll give you a shout out on the show. Who doesn't like international mail and podcast fame, right? Uh, Christine, thank you so much for your time and uh, for your insight today. I really learned a lot.
1: Well, thank you for all of your brilliant questions and having this conversation.